1: I haven't heard you go asshole like that on somebody since Mike Ryan, like a year and a yeah. half ago. He's done it for D- Dan. I think he's done it. I think I might've been the third one. He's done it to Dan
0: before he gave it to Mike Ryan once. And I think I was the third person to get an asshole. For <laughs> yeah. Cody.
1: He does. He delivers it the same way every time too. Yes. It's, it's, it's almost like he's got a sounder and he just hits it when he's ready. Asshole. <laughs> really? I didn't realize that.
0: It's like <laughs> punctuating a paragraph. It's like, I'm, I'm building up. I'm, I'm enthusiastic. I'm passionate.
1: Asshole. Asshole. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody.
0: Did you just say you're too high? My (laughs) Christ. This is usually this is usually where my dad goes sassafras.
2: Okay, the mic, the What's mic your, is good.
0: Ye- Yeti, do you, you have a sound that you make when you're, you know, trying to get something? My dad forever. If he's like really struggling to like un unti- un like loosen something or untie something, it's sassafras. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, I will talk to myself in a terrible British accent, like when I'm working on the car because I do most of my mechanic work. I'll be, and I'm trying to move a bolt that's just not moving. Yeah, I mean, I usually talk myself through it in a terrible British accent. <laughs> okay. um, or I'll cu- or I'll, I'll, I do a lot of substitute cussing. Amin would hate me on that.
0: Like, <laughs> a terrible British accent. I'm just imagining you, like, <laughs> bloody hell, Yeti.
2: Like, what yeah, do you like? <laughs> I,
1: I do say F- me a lot, like, right. when whoa, I'm getting, when I'm getting frustrated. Nice. Yeah, that's to myself. I don't say that where other people can hear me. I, uh,
2: I do that on the golf course, don't I, Christopher?
1: What? Do what now? Um yeah. I I say a lot of mother of pearls. <laughs> mother of pearls. Yeah, I do give a lot of mother of pearl. Um, I go hell on a high
0: horse. One thing I do with my daughter that she loves is I'll be like, Oh, for the love of Susie. <laughs> oh, that's I'll, nice. I'll, I'll like throw in like different names, like for the love of Samantha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What are you, what are your actual like go-to swears? So I, I I've done
0: well around my kid. I work in son of a bee sting. Yeah. Mm. yeah. By the way, my daughter's been, it's not a, you want to talk about a sad place in life when your four year old daughter beats you in uno and you can see all of her cards that is not a good place to be <laughs> wow because my daughter she doesn't know how to hold all the cards in her hands so she just plays with her cards on the floor face up so i have to play the entire game seeing the cards ahead of time like i still play <laughs> it straight like if i have a card left and it's going to set her up to win i just throw it like i act like i can't see her cards but i just have to tell you like the place that it is It's just a low place when you have lost three games in a row to your four-year-old, Uno, And you can see all of her cards.
2: Have you ever uh, considered instructing her on how to hide a hand? Well, no, she's working on it. Like, we actually
0: have, the last, like, few days, she has actually been trying. But she still, like, is showing all the cards. Like, she's, like, holding them, like, you know, she doesn't exactly lead the league in security on uh, her hand. but uh, right. Uh, right. It's just it's it's really fun. We have like heated battles. We do like seven game series because <laughs> like Uno really is like she if it's it, I don't want to say it's luck of the draw, but the cards are what they are. Like a four year old can you can
2: lose seven straight games to a four year old in Uno. What is Uno again? What is Uno? I forget. It's a card game. You don't know Uno? I know I've played it, but I don't know the like. What
0: it's is the one with like they're they're all colors and numbers? There's like oh, skips yeah. and then plus fours and plus twos. Wild cards. It's a fun game. It really yeah, it was is great.
1: Ooh, yeah, it's, it's just a classic game. I think it'll hold up forever. Yeah, we used to play it. Actually, Facebook had an Uno version one time, and when I was living out in Seattle, and we'd play it in the in the, in our office, like. They didn't have any restrictions on our on our internet back then. And so, like, all of our screens would be flashing, like, up and down whenever the boss is around. And we'd be playing Uno against each other on Facebook all the time. It was great.
0: Yeti, by the way, this is one of those episodes where my dad's, like, scared. Because we don't have a guest. And we don't have, like, a Greg mm-hmm. doesn't know movies. So oh, I know, because p- he was pressuring for a guest earlier today. Yeah, he's been panic texting me all day about making sure you and Yeti really bring stuff. So I brought some, some good Uno content to the program.
2: No, no, that was really good. It reminded me back in the day, we used to play Rummy 500, and I now have no uh, exact recollection of what the rules of that game were I either. do. I re- we Other played than Nana, you played your 500 points. So okay, tell me about Rummy 500.
0: I think you were looking for matches or like straights, like five, six, seven. Okay. And, like, and then like when you would get like five, six, seven, you put it down and the people would with, like, with, I, I don't know, like, as I'm saying it, I'm realizing I don't remember specifically, but right. I just remember it was a cumulative scoring system. Which I and, love. And you were trying to get as much, as many like six, seven, eights and, and matching cards and suited
2: connectors yes. as you could. I love a cumulative scoring system. <laughs> I always have. I, I really do. That, that's what I love about Monopoly is that, you know, you're counting money. I got more money than you. You know, I got more property. It's great. I try to tell my wife that in the
0: bedroom, it's a cumulative scoring system, but she doesn't really buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Dare I ask, what do you mean by that? I just thought it'd be funny to... (laughs) last okay. it it worked it worked well last week when we inserted uh do what now Crazy. into you
2: know that, that was actually pretty funny when when you were talking earlier about uh colloquialisms and and weird sayings and everything you know how sometimes you accuse me of saying brad well no you do say it when you when you burp you do say it right as sort of a burp you, but you literally say brad brad okay but you know what else I say? Because I did this the other day. I, I had indigestion. Uh, instead of my hiccup sounding like Brad, I went Brack with a CK. And I also sometimes do Brass. So it, it's, a, it's a variation. It's a and variation of weirdness. It's a variation of weirdness. No, Brad, Brack, and Brass. I mean, the big three. Dad, speaking
0: of uh, Brad and Brass and your oddities. Yeah. Somebody made a tune to your weirdness. Whoa. Here it is.
2: <laughs> Bay. Bay.
0: <coughs> that cough Red. that cough is not part of the song. That's my dad actually coughing.
2: Hey everybody. Right on.
1: <laughs> Bay. I love so much that you that started so coughing. Good right as the song had you coughing greg like oh wait that that
0: that coughing was in the song
1: yes the coughing is in the song
0: (laughs) oh my god dude we need to replay that video on like social or something because i swear it looked like my dad was like i was listening to my dad i was
1: right at the same time that the coughing effects i'm like oh he just drowned out the the funny coughs that i put in the song Um, for him
2: you you know that i genuinely think i genuinely think something is funny when it makes me cough involuntarily because that's one of the things that happens that was that was
1: funny yeah that that's uh the concept credit to andrew Streeter. the execution credit to me beautiful what a dynamic duo um that no that was pretty funny
2: the uh the bay thing uh put to song is uh totally unexpected dad speaking Um, of that don't you have charlie back right now oh my gosh jumping charlie not quite nine months old still in puppyhood uh he came home today and and how'd it go is he like did, did, did he remember you he did like <laughs> crazy. And, and he was on, uh, he was, uh, in place when we got there he so he couldn't move he couldn't jump he couldn't do anything so wait he and uh, through the excitement he stayed he didn't jump on you guys no
0: did you guys beat all the life out of that dog and now like it's, it's worse <laughs> like are you gonna send yes. it back and be like make him more jumpy stay yeah
2: <laughs> that's right <laughs> stay babe um seriously no, tell me like what is like is, okay it's just he's a changed dog he was gone a month he you know how when a parent sends his 12 year old to summer camp and they come back two months later and the parent goes, "Wow, oh, he has grown an inch and gained 10 pounds. And his voice has changed, you know, like a, like a big difference over the summer. Yes. I feel like that with Charlie. We picked him up after a month at doggy boot camp and he's noticeably bigger. Uh, he has a giant blockhead. Uh, he's the he's the manliest dog on the block. You know what Charlie looks like right now? I thought to myself, if UFC had an official dog, it would be Charlie. I mean Charlie is a badass looking dog right He's now. He's a John Bones Jones looking dog. I don't know what that
0: means, but uh I'm just saying John context... Bones John John Bones Jones is like a guy with like a good UFC
2: physique. Yeah, this is this dog. My dog could be I think UFC should have a canine division, to be honest with you. Let's can Frick. we not let's not go down that path. Okay.
1: I mean you, it, you we know, literally it's, had that in the NFL and Michael Vick I see I, I, like like, I, I don't there. mean dog I like, fighting
0: I like what you're doing there with improv and trying to take the joke to the next level <laughs> right but you kind of you kind of stumbled into a room there that we don't want to be in okay Michael so let Vick's, me, Michael Vick's in that room like right. let's leave this room let's let's okay, go back so let, to the room we were just in so let me get this straight oh, wait, okay. I was
1: trying to think of your Twitter pivot from a couple weeks ago with to... it
0: and but still
1: but still yes <laughs> oh but still right
2: okay I'm not trying to dog fighting is terrible still we should start a, a ufc <laughs> yeah, But here's, no here's what's funny about that this is ironic it genuinely oh, is and people careful, use the dude. word ironic uh, wrong all the time please be careful what's crazy is that we are so outraged by dog fighting but human fighting is fine right like i yeah, watch i yeah, watch a humans... ufc fight oh hear me out i watch a ufc fight and this and it's a preview and and in slow motion i'm watching some guy violently kick another guy his bare foot goes right into the guy's chin and you think his head is going to blow off his shoulders
0: yeah that's a fine that, a guy that decided he'd like to fight
1: yeah
2: right
0: not a dog that was just born and bred to like
2: hey this is what you're gonna be I okay decided. again hey, I but know, still a hell
1: of a left hook on jumping charlie
2: yeah i don't justify dog fighting but i'm yeah, just saying you're just weird. doing this thing you got caught down a path and now you're like like just just right. stop i know stop. i need to leave it alone. <laughs> I do think UFC is barbaric. Okay, I'm not pulling back. So that.
0: that's where you're you're pivoting to, like, you know what? Now I'm just anti all fighting.
2: Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I said last week, uh, make love, not war. I mean, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I, I want to you know, see a fighting. I want to see a fighting league of
0: people that don't fight. That'd be great. Like, you know, next week the headline is Dave Hyde and Greg Cody. <laughs> 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 like, you I want to you- make, like, I want to make you know the way that like was it triller made like all these ridiculous celebrity boxing fights i want to do that with like like let's break let's push that out even further worse fights people with <laughs> right. less fighting experience i don't like that a big, idea and just put a big price tag on it like dad like what if what if you had like two like a quarter million dollar purse for the winner of this fight and you have to go all out like imagine you and dave hyde training for six months to fight for a purse of two hundred and fifty thousand
2: No, i i i would do that you know i, <laughs> I no i would it must be a louis vuitton dave you know, Hyde I'm might always... smoke
0: you dad dave Hyde might smoke you
2: well he he's a tall man yeah he is you tan. know he's got he's got like three or four inches on me but hell yeah you know, i do this all the time you know i shadow box my dad's and, this uh, guy dad make the noise that you do when you punch yeah. i mean that's how fast uh, you know people call, talk about bat speed in baseball my my punch speed Dad, i don't know
0: i mean zoom is not doing your punch speed justice <laughs> not that much
2: hey you know it's always better in real life am i right you know but uh no i could hold my own in the ring in fact i want you to organize a ufc division for over 60 Sports writers, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You know, it's Kornheiser and I might be in the first round.
0: Speaking of you know Kornheiser, do we have a bet? All right, I, I know we have a bet. We've agreed on the terms. What's the last like? What's the cutoff for this bet? I, I think it should be you have to have done the interview by December 31st. Like even if it do, it might it doesn't. If we air it our first episode of the new year, that's fine. Right.
2: The interview has to take place before december 31st i will agree to that because i've said consistently that by the end of the year quote unquote is when i want to get them so
0: i don't i don't like by the way you admitted to me at lunch today that you are like texting the kornheiser producer that hey i have a bet on this yeah (laughs) you're you're basically like begging for it saying hey you could win me a bet yes correct that's right let's actually read it. Pull out your phone. I want to read this exchange. I want to. I. I feel like I'll be able to tell whether he's going to come on the show, just based off of like you reading this text exchange with this right, producer.
1: While he's doing that, did Dan offer up enough of a price to make you consider eating it at Moss? Uh,
0: he, that never. never the only came to the fruition. only discussion of that was on air. So, gotcha. Uh, yeah. we, there was no like, you know, the, the prices I was hearing were way low. <laughs> especially when Dan's involved, uh, there's going to be a, like the, the 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 floor here is going to be pretty high.
2: All right. Hang on. I just found it here. I love dad. My dad trying to find a text in his phone. I know it's ridiculous. He's like looking um, up to look down. It's, it's amazing. All right. this was from July. Okay. That's, this is all right. I probably shouldn't be doing this. Okay. This is me to him on November 2nd. Hey, okay. just circling back around on whether we can get Tony on my podcast. My son slash producer and I have a bet on whether Tony will agree to be on before the end of this year. I say yes. He says no. I don't want to turn into pests, guys. So this will be my last ask. It would be a favor to me, but I also want to make clear this is not an either or situation. I'm honored to be on whenever you guys call and will continue <laughs> to be. If Tony can find the time, it could be as, it could be as, as much as uh, 20 minutes or, or less. God, dude, tighten that, tighten that up. I know, right? And then just let me say, just let me know either way. And as I say, I won't be asking beyond this. Thanks. He gets back to me uh, one day later. Hey, Greg! Exclamation point, which I took as a positive. Oh, no, he's not coming on. Um, (laughs) It is good good to hear from you. Another exclamation point. You were catching me on a rare trip away from D.C., but I will bring this up with Tony as soon as I get back. I know next week is crazy for him as his daughter is getting married, but I really want to come through for you on this. And I have to have, I have to have you win the bet. I'll touch base when I get back to town and we'll go from there. And you are never a pest to me at all. Triple exclamation point. So that's how we, and then I said, thanks, appreciate it. And then that's how it's left. Right.
0: Okay. I've got him running that up the chain. I think he's actually going to mention it to Tony. He'll even mention the bet. No shot. He comes
1: on still. Okay. All right. How long was your invitation to go on a date with Erlene? Like, how did you ask her
0: out? <laughs> yeah, seriously, Dad. Thank God there wasn't was a dictating long text. text back in those days. I mean, Jesus.
2: It was okay, a long you text. You told
0: him twice in that long, like, paragraph of a text that right. you, this would be the last time. You said that twice. You probably mm-hmm. could have just gone with that line once.
2: Yeah, so I needed an editor, as I do in real life. Uh, no, it was, a long, it was a long text. But I hope to reel in. Tony's a big fish. I want to reel him into the boat, the GCS boat. Maybe and you can get his
0: producer. I bet that guy
2: will come on. We're still optimistic. Okay. We are still optimistic. I'm using the Imperial we as if I'm not just speaking for myself. We're optimistic. We're going to get him, And the bet is, uh, you know, if I lose the bet, I'm going to eat a deep fried uh, Greg Cody toe show uh, nail. And if you <laughs> the Greg Cody toe with Greg Cody. Exactly. And if you lose the bet, you're going to sleep outside like a like a Cub Scout.
1: All right, and where can okay. people see that toe, Greg, on display, or that toenail, that toenail?
2: Yeah, it's going to be at Moss Miami. Actually, my toe is going to be at Moss Miami as well, but the, <laughs> the toe <laughs> <laughs> a toenail. Yeti, have
0: we made any <laughs> announcements about Moss Miami yet, or are we saving stuff?
2: I'll be there. I'll be there. Scoops Cody, Scoops Cody is going to have the whole story next week. Don't you worry about that. Okay, that Moss is already. Been broken? What are you talking about? No, <laughs> details have not been broken. People don't know true. what you just alluded to. They don't know details of the the great toenail reveal. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. You're the, gonna the... Re- the big reveal is that? I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not ready to reveal <laughs> that yet. It could I'm be true saying, what, what you what what say. The... What are you gonna like? They hope What's so. That? I've never. heard. And hope I will at this point. All right, let's just let's move on. Did you know that um, there's a city in Norway called A? That's it, just the letter A. No, it's it, the name of the
1: city is A, Norway. I wonder how are, do they pronounce it with the same sound though. That- I think they pronounce it like oh, like more of an <laughs> oh sound,
2: not not you know that? Are you just making that up? No, I'm not making that up. I I, I read it. it's it's. The the letter A in Norway, however it's pronounced, is like in, in, in the Old Norse language. Uh, the letter A means small river. Man, you know? And you said you had nothing to talk about today. I, I, here's something else. I, I have three <laughs> facts that I didn't know. OK, Jack, that's the third one. Oh, Dad, you <laughs> have to always say Jack if you say the word facts. OK, there's three facts, Jack, that <laughs> I didn't know before this week that I'm sharing with you. One was that there's a city in Norway called a I the like other... the
0: idea of things I learned this week. We could
2: steal it from the Shut the Funk Up podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have at there the start of
0: every podcast. They kind of have a
2: like, what did we learn? All right. We'll send a royalty to Alex Benson. Everybody knows everything about Seinfeld, right? But here's something that I personally didn't know. And if it's old news, please do tell me. In the, the pilot of Seinfeld, in the one first episode ever, Kramer was not called Kramer. He was called Kessler. Yep. What? And beginning, in the second episode, he became the Kramer that everyone knows.
1: Like, what's the story behind that? Why? Uh, that's another unknown fact. I'm Lester Holt. If wasn't Kessler, the uh, if I remember right, Kessler was the actual name of the guy they based Kramer on. If I remember correct, that could be. That could I've be. It is read something read it. like that. It's been a long time since since I've read anything on it, but I think that was the case because that guy tried to get some money out of them for portraying. Yes. I think that is true, some, and I think I think that guy's name is Kessler. I used to work for a guy named Kessler, and I hated him. So I loved that story. That's a fun story. And I
2: think they I think they paid him a thousand bucks to get rid of him, and then <laughs> and then the second episode it became Kramer, who we all know and love. Here's my third fact, uh, Jack. Everybody knows Charles Darwin, father of evolution. Chuck Darwin. <laughs> Chuck Darwin. He's in my group chat. He ate animals that he studied. Like he was a he was a carnivore who ate uh, hawks, owls iguanas giant tortoises i mean he was renowned in his day for like having a crazy appetite which i found interesting maybe that's part of the whole evolution thing in his mind you know dad
0: did you say did you see that in a stance of solidarity with greg cody the cma's honored jerry lee lewis (laughs) you know what and as they announced as peyton manning and uh luke bryan announced the group they were like this in a defense of greg cody we honor Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs>
1: aye, aye. In defense of Greg Cody. I hate Luke Bryan. Sorry.
2: Jeez. Here's wrong, what I tried to Luke? tell
1: you when Please, we were Dad, talking about this controversy
2: stop. a couple of weeks ago. No, Please no, no. Stop. Please stop. I, no, it's my podcast. I will not stop. You can edit it out later. But, but still, maybe you should. No, no. All I'm going to say is this he was a piece of shit in reference to what you just said about the CMAs. I'm going to say there was a lot of positive outpouring of appreciation for his life when he died.
0: There's no doubt his place in music is iconic and undisputed.
1: Also, piece of shit. Okay. But still, yeah, that's where your but still could have been in. His music was great. It inspired me. But still, flaming garbage of a person. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, that's but, the, but, but still, you should have thrown it. Okay.
2: Hell of a piano player. Hearing that the CMA honored him is not is not surprising in the least because uh, he he may or may not have deserved it. OK, um, I want to talk about the scandal involving uh, FTX bankruptcy and peripherally it involves the Miami Heat and a lot of other companies that got duped, a lot of other sports teams that got duped, duped by FTX, the Miami Heat. F one, Formula One, MLB, um, Golden MLB, State Warriors, uh, MLB umpires. Inexplicably, <laughs> that,
0: like, that was like that's where we should have known that this was all going to blow up. Like, why are you like wanting to sponsor MLB umpires? Why did you feel like we should put our company on that? It's just like an odd one. Like we should have known right there.
2: Yeah, I always think that when uh, sometimes you read about a there's a PR story and you read that uh, some MLB umpire is visiting a kid in the hospital. And I'm like, that kid doesn't know who that umpire is, right. doesn't particularly want to meet and if that it's, umpire. And if it's Angel Hernandez, he's like, hey, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, can I have a player from tonight's game instead of an umpire? But
0: uh, I, I feel like you're bringing up this story right now only to make the joke that you want to name the arena
2: the Greg Cody Show Arena you know what i hadn't even thought of it but it's a great idea <laughs> you know and but in the spirit of ftx maybe we call it the gcs arena you know because i come cheap Hell yeah. i mean ftx commanded 135 million dollars over 19 years are you kidding me you can get the great cody show as a name sponsor for you know two free season tickets and a bucket of chicken dad you think the you think
0: the heat are paying them that's not how this works. FTX is paying the, like, the FTX, the, the heater. <laughs> that's a good point. The arena is owed money by FT. Like, what are you I know. Yeah, that, I,
1: that, yeah, that, You hear that, that's Heat? That's a good All point. All right, so here's their options. Here's
0: their options. <laughs>
1: oh, this episode it can is be so called,
0: good. It could be called the FTX Arena, and the heat, and the and that building can get $140 million over 19 years. Yeah. Or it can be called the Greg Cody Show Arena, and they can give my dad two free tickets. <laughs>
2: And a bucket of chicken for life. A bucket of chicken weekly for life. Um, oh, my gosh. That was, that was great. FDA, this is a scandal. You guys are probably barely, barely old enough to remember the Enron scandal, where this energy company goes from all that to bankrupt overnight. And this reminds me of that, because all of these people that were duped by FDA... Now, in, in the case of Enron, you, know, you, you had all these uh, regulators duped by all these fake holdings and everything... I wonder what's behind the scenes at FTX, because the Miami Heat, they have an impeccable record of business decisions. Yeah. Like, generally, they don't get in bed with a company on naming rights and, unless it's legit. And, f- and for them a year later to, to have this company file for bankruptcy and then have to threaten all these legal actions, that's a pretty big scandal. Yeah, but uh, it's not I- a
0: scandal. I mean, everybody was in on, like cryptocurrency and all that stuff like it's not like the okay heat we're out on, it's not like the heat route on this limb like all the super bowl commercials last year were all I know. crypto stuff look I'm, everybody in, was I'm in on crypto okay i'm okay. diamond handsing it i'm not selling everybody i'm like was i'm not duped. i'm not like i'm not in this to make a few hundred dollars i'm in this that hopefully 40 years from now <laughs> this thing is like way bigger and the money that i invested now is turning in like you know i mean this is a long play so i'm just gonna you know like I said, I'm going to ride it down like that old couple in the Titanic. I'm going to right. be laying on that bed just hope, hoping that we make it home safely.
2: Like that's it. Like well, that's just where know, I'm for at. For your with sake, it. for your sake, I hope you're right cuz I'm spending all your inheritance. So I hope you do really well with cryptocurrency. I will say this.
1: What do you mean um, you're spending all my inheritance? I mean, jumping Charlie just had to go to boot camp. I'm yeah. telling you,
2: and then on the on at the outro, point? on yeah. the outro, they charged me 200 bucks for this uh, Zapper which, you know, it's humane. So wait, the thing that Mina said you (laughs) should have just... Don't worry about it. The thing that would have worked by itself.
0: So the real scam of this place was, (laughs) at the very end, they're like, hey, this $200 zapper, this will do everything you needed. But
2: still, let us have the dog for a month and give us six grand. I know. And when I got him, he didn't even speak French or anything like I hoped he would. (laughs) But, um, you know, this... um, I, I just think it's a scandal. And I'm not blaming the Miami Heat, but you'd think there would be have been more of a vetting process like who are we really what is ftx exactly I mean, two Dad, months ago we never that. heard of they them they did that Where and are this, they now? the mark
0: like the the ftx business was booming when they made this deal like well everybody jumped look, in I, this is not like I, I think like don't don't take a victory lap on the crypto like stuff yet like th- let's right. see how this plays out it's already had a nice little bounce back the last couple of days
2: right like the storms they're rocky, like the waters
0: are rocky right now, but we'll be OK.
2: Yeah, OK. It says a crypto uh, currency investor. I hope you're right. But, uh, you know, I'm old school. My attitude is, you know, dial it back, do some direct deposit, put some money in the bank and literally put some money in the bank. Take your two percent or whatever banks are paying nowadays and enjoy it. That's all you got to do. I got a lot of topics left. What? Okay, Gallagher just died. We could talk about greatest prop comics ever. Okay, we could probably I mean? save that one for another day.
0: Um okay. Lester just, Holt over here about to tell us that Gallagher died. Um all right, I'm uh, not
2: de- that can I say something?
0: <laughs> I don't like the Lester Holt reference. Then be then, <laughs> have don't like that. <laughs> then have thoughts on a topic when you bring it up.
2: How about my thought is one of the most famous prop comics in the world died a minute and a half ago. And I'm suggesting maybe we talk about who are the greatest prop comics. Why is that being Lester Holt? I'm not reporting that Gallagher died. Who who, who are the good prop comics? Well, he mentioned Carrot Top, Steve Martin. Also. A lot of people don't don't remember that Steve Martin uh, began as a as a prop comic. The first time I ever saw Steve Martin, nobody even knew he was an actor, a future actor yet. He played the banjo and he came on stage with an arrow through his head. <laughs> That's how much of a prop comic he was. I mean, he was an A-level prop comic when he first started. But I'm just being Lester Holt, so I don't want to talk about that because apparently you're not pleased by it, goddammit. So we move on, asshole. <sighs> Edit all that out. You no, know, you actually had something there. Okay, you didn't give me the chance to have it. Every time I like, you... say something that sounds like it's I'm playing off the news, you're like Lester Holt. Lolt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lolt.
1: Oh, I love
0: Almighty. the, Give me see, the, see, the pa- see the passion that I got? See what happens? I'm coaching you up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that.
2: Coaching look, me up. Look what i got out of you right there. Okay. It's it's just annoying to me that I mentioned that Gallagher dying might be, you know, smashing a pumpkin. And and Gallagher, by the way, uh yeah, was nobody influ- knows who Gallagher is though. Like that is okay, such like I a- can't help that. The comics that Gallagher influenced included one of my personal heroes, David Letterman. Okay, early in David Letterman's career, he was dropping watermelons and television sets off, off a 15th story building just to delight in watching them crash on the pavement. Uh, and, and that was all... That, that was Gallagher. So... Greg Cody.
1: I don't know how to do any of that. I do want to say about Gallagher, I I do wonder if he gets cremated, if he would have, if he wants like his protege or if he, he might have a brother out there or something to uh, work it into the, their routine that they smash his urn and his ashes in the middle of a show with a giant hammer. I like it.
0: Dad, I feel like I pissed you off to start to come out of the commercial here, so now I'm going to make you happy by playing somebody respecting Greg Cody. Jonathan Zaslow, who has started his own podcast. He has the Zaslow Show 2.0. He he was talking to Amber Wilson this past week about the Dolphins, and your name came up.
2: I
1: remember before the season started, and I'm watching The Levitard Show, Metalog Media. And Greg Cody gives like one of his predictions for the season and says how Waddle and Tyreek Hill are each going to have over a hundred catches. And they all laughed at him where it's like,
0: how is that even possible? And right. it's definitely going to happen. Wait, I mean, look at that.
2: Okay. Jonathan <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean, Zaslow, you, you spent eight years criticizing me behind my back to Levitard. <laughs> wow. but now you say something <laughs> nice on me. So thanks so much. <laughs>
1: nice soundbite from Zaslow.
2: Yeah. That
1: soundbite. Awesome.
2: <laughs> no i'm uh in all seriousness thank you zazlo uh we uh wish you all the luck in the world uh on yeah, yeah. your new podcast are the zazlo show zazlo 2.0 okay whatever. <laughs> featuring zazlo um <laughs> okay is
0: amber on it no she was just a guest
2: yeti was on something? with him it's just him Oh, that's show. a tough that's a tough lift for one guy yeah okay good luck with that zaz you were saying, Chris.
0: Yeah, I mean, what is this? Like, are you do you want to rip Zad? Like, what's happening here? I'm trying no, to move kidding. on.
2: Like
1: No, I mean, you know, you know, you know, well, I got something for Joe Zagaki I mean, here.
2: I mean, you no, know we love Zagaki. Um, but not zazzle apparently. Well, I mean, Zazz—you know—come on, he spent his entire career criticizing me behind my back. He so basically was calling
0: me. you the Lester Holt of, of sports. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you
2: go. Yeah, at least you have at least you have the decency to do it to my face. But uh, i want to get Lester Holt on the podcast. That's never going to happen. Can we make I want, a bet, bet on for that for next too? year? That's that's right. I want Lester Holt on the podcast. What channel is he on? NBC. I believe <laughs> out
1: off to a good start. What yeah. is it? NBC. <laughs> I believe.
2: I can, I can picture what he looks like. <laughs> like, okay. what does he do? Is he uh, Anuza, uh, a news little- main He's like their main news broadcaster. Okay.
1: Didn't he take over after... Um, uh,
2: yeah, uh, Williams.
1: Yeah, Brian Williams. Oh, Brian like Williams. had yeah. to depart. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the most famous Canadian so, broadcaster in American TV history. Yeti, I learned about my
0: dad today that he has never been on Instagram on his phone. My dad uses Instagram only on a computer.
1: No wonder he doesn't That's like correct. share any of the social media stuff that I work really hard on. On I know. never mind. He doesn't even do it on Twitter. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do like, that. Except for recently, Greg. I have to. The last two weeks, you've done very well, even after fighting us on a retweet earlier. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't know how to get Instagram on my iPhone. Like I try.
0: I did. I did a post from the Greg Cody Show Instagram, and I like Dad. I shared it with you to collaborate. Like so, you can be, and he's just like, "How do I what? How do I look at right. what?" I'm like, "Your notifications, like top right thing on your phone." <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to he's do like, that. He's like, "I've never used. I don't use it on my phone." Recording. I
2: don't know how to do it that. Is No, I don't. Know. I collaborate and listen. No, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what you mean by that. Like, how to collaborate? What? What am I doing to a, a, an Instagram Dad, post? Dad, you know how when you place? look
0: at when you look at a post on Instagram, it's yeah. somebody's names at the top of it. Like right. that's who posted that now you can like if two people are in a, in a post, let's say it's a it's a video with me and Yeti. I can post it and I can invite Yeti to be a collaborator on it. I'm basically saying this is both of our posts mm. and then it goes on both of our feeds. So if you have a bigger audience than the Greg Cody show, if you agree to be mm-hmm. a collaborator, now the Greg Cody show post gets seen by all your followers. It's a way to like, I would
2: I would collaborate to that degree. Somebody just needs to tell so me confused. how. <laughs> I am. I, you know, I look at. I call up Instagram on my big PC screen, giant screen. <laughs> You're sold, so
0: uh, <laughs> Dad, Dad. I'm off to. Uh, I'm off to Toronto. We're about to. The rest hey, of this, Toronto, the, eh? God, that's, go to Ben's Meets. Beats. The The rest of this episode is going to be on Sunday evening, and I will be recording it live from Toronto. It's going to be cold. I'm going with Roy. We're doing a bunch of hockey content. Roy. Um, ho- content. And uh, I'm excited about it. I've never been to Toronto, so uh, don't get along. Don't get a lot uh, a long time there, but you know, gonna you know gonna Toronto it up. So let should we should we awkwardly transition over to me in Toronto right now?
2: Uh, I think we should, and uh, you're gonna be uh, uh, chilly when we talk to you. It's gonna be about 20 degrees. Dress warm, <laughs> and, uh, I just, I and we'll talk that. to the he'll, his teeth will be chattering the next time you hear his voice. That was weird. Same <laughs> <think? laughs> That kind of thing. All right.
0: So we are now I'm I'm coming to you. I sound different now. I'm coming to you from Toronto. Um, before we get to why I'm here and the rest of the episode, we screwed up this Kramer thing earlier in this episode. Was it Yeti <laughs> that made a mistake? My dad? Yeti, what happened here?
1: It was me. It was me. Your dad was your dad brought up the fact that Kramer was originally Kessler in episode number one, and then was Kramer from there on out. But then I, my Mr. Smarty Pants, you know, went out and thought, oh yeah, wasn't Kramer actually originally based on a guy named Kessler? And then they changed it. And uh, that was not the case. The guy they based him on was named Kramer, last name Kramer. And um, he, uh, and uh, later on in the, series they did they did a kind of a retcon and they explained that they just had his name wrong on the uh, on his mailbox downstairs or something like that either way i don't remember before i get something else wrong i have to apologize again <laughs> to all you seinfeld hardcores before you just completely obliterate me in my mentions i was wrong okay
0: wait so my dad wasn't wrong
2: that's the how real about up. how about that there we go that is an upset thank you yeti for <laughs> intentionally being wrong to make me appear right
0: Miami uh, has the Dolphins, Dolphin is the greatest <laughs>
2: football team. Uh,
0: how about that, huh? I didn't get to watch the game today because I'm in Toronto running around like a madman. But I saw a picture after the game of LeBron, Wade, and Bosh at the Big Three celebration standing on stage. And then today, I guess there was a shot on the sideline of Tua, Waddle, and Hill as the new <laughs> Big Three in Miami.
2: <laughs> It was gooseys all over. That's fun,
1: guys. I think I think you I think you guys have a quarterback.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what you know, was funny um, at one point late in the third quarter, uh, Tua threw a short touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, and the crowd broke into an MVP chant. And the Dolphins are are good enough where you weren't sure who they were chanting for. Yeah. You know because Tua and Tyreek are both having such wonderful, exceptional seasons that. You know, it's, it's, for so many years the Dolphins barely had a team MVP worthy, and now they have two guys, at least two, who are uh, just having phenomenal seasons. It, it's really, it, it there's a magical feeling about the Dolphins right now. And that, granted, that's a week by week thing in the NFL. If they turn around and lose to Houston, you know, we're, we're all going to be throwing our arms up. But right now, at seven and three in first place, first time seven and three or better since two thousand and one. It's a pretty, pretty neat thing going on down here.
0: I just, I, I'm, I just am so. I don't know what this feels like the dolphins being a legit contender. So I right. literally, it's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm like that guy right now. I'm like, what do I do? I don't know how to act. Should I be like, I, I just think it's all going to go wrong. Cause that's the way it just right. generally goes with the dolphins. So it's like, I, I'm trying not to get too excited because I feel it like right. will just end up in pain, but God, right. I'm just like, I've already texting friends. Like, Hey, First, if the Dolphins end up on the road in the first round, we're going. Like, I am, like, it's, I'm feeling things, tingly feelings that I've never felt with the Dolphins before.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. At least you're not superstitious already talking about uh, road playoff games. Well, like, technically, aren't they leading the division right now? Yes, they are. So, technically, it's a home playoff game. Right. With with the Jets being on a bye and Buffalo losing that crazy game to the Vikings, uh, the Dolphins are alone right now in first place at seven and three pretty remarkable. Okay. You look like you're in a, a, what I would call a motel five because the, it doesn't, it doesn't seem quite good enough to be a low end motel. Where are you right now? Why, and why? This is not low end at all. This is like a, a nice
0: downtown Toronto hotel room.
2: Okay. I'm looking in the background and I'm seeing, you know, a bunch of German shepherds playing poker, but um, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I it's, a room, a room. Man. Okay. it's wild
0: how dark it is. It's its forty five here. And it feels like it's 8. P.M. Maybe it's because I got up at like 4.30 this morning and it's been the longest day of my life. But this is, this, it's wild how like I'm tired, even though it's only like 6 p.m. It's just weird things going on.
1: You're also further north, so the sun sets earlier in the winter. Time. It, stays, it stays out a lot later in the summertime, though.
2: Now, why, what are you doing exactly? It's, it's Luongo related, right? Hall of Fame related or no?
1: Hall of
0: Fame related. Um, it's a passion project for Roy. I'm just kind of here to do jazz hands. Right, um, like, you know, it was funny today because Roy has been genuinely moved by this entire experience, the Legends game, just being in the, the Maple Leafs arena, you know, really? walking, walking through the NHL Hall of Fame. And, and I'm being honest, I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a late bloomer to this hockey thing, jumped on the Panther bag with the bandwagon a couple of years ago. So right. this isn't moving my needle at all, but it's fun to watch Roy happy. So I'm kind of oh. just that prism where i'm like just watching roy the whole time
2: now let me ask you this because roy's persona on the team or on the team on the show is is pretty stoic yeah right is, did, have you seen him actually emotional like heartfelt like wow i can't believe i'm here
0: definitely just smiling a lot like just excited about our next thing oh yeah we got to do that like just enthusiasm it's just it's honest oh, awesome. cool doing it kind of like shtick but it's genuinely cool to see roy happy
2: Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy for it as well. I can't, uh, can't wait to hear all the content uh, you guys are producing uh, we just uh, upcoming. To the, we just talked to the keeper of the cup, the guy
0: that like, spends every like, waking minute with the cup. And like when the cup goes, because like, when a team wins a championship, every player gets one day with the cup. I've heard that. But the cup, can't, like, people can't be trusted. So there's a guy named Phil Pritchard, whose job is to just travel around with the cup. And he's seen some things, Crazy stories, and we, we interviewed him today. It was cool.
2: Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds good. So if player X has the cup on a Wednesday, Phil's in the, in the den, like staring at him, making sure he's not urinating in the cup, or how does that work?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to ruin our interview by giving away. Right. We ask him that type of stuff. But uh, you know, he gives the, the players a little freedom with it, but he's always got an eye on it. He's always making sure that it's respectful. They can do anything with it as long as the thing is respecting the cup. So I don't like, right. no one's ever pooped in it. Spoiler alert. I asked him that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said, he looked at me kind of like I had three heads. Like that's sure the opposite did. of like, literally that's the least respectful thing you could do to it. Like I <laughs> yeah. literally, that was my follow up when he said, as long as you respect the cup, you can do anything. And then I'm like, has anyone ever shitting in it? And he just gave me a look like, what am I doing
2: in this interview? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was probably justified. To, to shoot that look at you, quite frankly. And then
0: I tried to like, I was like, how much do I have to slip you a little blank check under the table to get me just a day with the cup? Like, let me have a day.
2: Yeah. Has
0: that yeah. ever he, happened? He didn't like me too much, Phil Pritchard.
2: Wow. <laughs> so Did check Roy... out
0: that content in a couple of days.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I look forward to that. that that's going to be fun. Uh, people have dropped the cup, right? Like brought it back dented?
0: Yeah, the avalanche famously this past year, there was like a big dropping of the cup. And he, you know, that he went into detail on how they fixed it. So, yeah, we cover all that stuff.
2: Okay. Um, Christopher, you mentioned the Dolphins and, and uh, being, being almost afraid to feel too good about what's going on because it might come crashing down. That is absolutely the fatalist opinion of anybody who's been a, a long-suffering Dolphin for the past 20-plus years. Your mother watches third downs, like, between her webbed hands, like she's afraid to watch <laughs> when the Dolphins have a third down play.
0: My mom's move, And I haven't honestly, I need to start watching more games over at your house because I feel like I haven't watched a Dolphins game with mom in years. Right. But back in the day, I just remember mom making noise like, Lee, Lee. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. And on defense, anytime the opposing team throws a ball that travels more than 10 yards,
2: my mom makes some sort of guttural <laughs> noise. Like, She's <Right>. <laughs> funny. She's funny. Even, you know, this year, they're good. I mean, you can say the Dolphins are good. But if, if they're playing like today, I was at the stadium. Obviously, I wasn't with her. But I guarantee you that when Cleveland scored first to to make it seven nothing, your mother either thought or said aloud to the dog something to the effect, "Here we go again," because that's <laughs> that's the way it is to be a, a dolphin fan. Yeah, believe me, I've lived with it. It's yeah. uh, it, it, it's special. Yeah, but but here's the thing: actually, it's um, pretty.
0: Is that special? I feel like it's a lot of fan bases outside of perennial winners. That's just how fans feel in you're, general.
2: Yeah, you're you're probably right. Uh, But here's the thing about, and and I'm going to say something that's uh, Debbie Downer. Um, They should beat Houston to go to eight and three. Then the tough uh, schedule gets really tough, and 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 six of their last eight games are on the road. So you could have a situation where the Dolphins are playing the Jets in the last game of the season for a playoff berth. Like like this is the AFC is so tough. You can go ten and seven and miss the playoffs. I just hope uh, that's not the Dolphins' fate after uh, what they're doing. I'm not buying the Jets yet. I'm not either. No, I'm not either. I think Miami's a better team. The than Jets the have Jets. a
0: good defense. I'll give them that. And they have some good skill guys, but I'm just not, not buying Zach Wilson yet.
2: I agree with you. And, and uh, Brees Hall, their, their number one phenomenal running back, uh, is out for the season, which is a really big thing for them. So, um,
0: Dad, ooh, I-, hey. I enjoyed you getting upset with the Lester Holt stuff previously in this episode.
2: Yeah, I, you know what? i was genuinely mad like that i I wasn't faking that i know i I, I haven't that
0: anytime you punctuate something with asshole that's when you know you're actually upset
2: i know i haven't heard it back but jack i (laughs) right you you always like i haven't heard (laughs) it back jack but uh i i felt myself being genuinely upset at you yeah i haven't
1: heard you go asshole like that on somebody since mike ryan like a year and a yeah. half ago, or maybe he's it done early, it for Dan. It I think he's year. done
0: it. I think I might have been the third one. He's done it to Dan before. He gave it to Mike Ryan once, and I think I was the third person to get an
1: asshole. <laughs> yeah, he, Cody. he does he delivers it the same way every time, too. It's, yes, well, it's it's almost like he's got a sounder and he just hits it when he's ready. Asshole, <laughs> really? I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's
0: like punctuating a paragraph. It's like I'm I'm building up. I'm I'm enthusiastic. I'm passionate.
1: Asshole asshole. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I,
2: you know what? I, as I think back to, to the times I s- say it in genuine anger, okay. I think I say that when I feel like I'm genuinely being disrespected. Like I don't like, like if, if you know, you're, you, I don't want to get into the whole lesser whole thing again, but cause I know you mean it as a joke, but if I feel well, like I don't I'm...
0: actually, when I, I think sometimes you just say headlines that time, you didn't though, you did come, you brought some stuff. Like I Thank called you. you out prematurely. And you brought some stuff, but that doesn't mean that sometimes you just do headlines. What hey, right, did you just exactly.
1: get out of your
2: briefcase? Uh, I got out the dad joke of the week, which oh, I haven't done that. yet. You and print I those out?
0: You no, have I don't. those like, why <clears throat> did you have that in a briefcase? I, I did you bring it I, to the
1: Dolphins game today? He just yeah, sits the Dolphins game and writes them out. <laughs> I write them out
2: because um, my printer's broken. You know? <laughs> and it re- made me realize how much I rely on my printer. Oh my gosh, it really does, um, <laughs> Greg.
1: Why was your article late? Oh, I was writing another dad joke of the week for the Greg no, Show with Greg Cope. No,
2: but, but while I, you know, I get to the stadium really early, like three hours before the game. So I did write my story for the Herald on uh, this podcast episode. So I was reminding myself what what we talked about. Um, All right, what
1: you got for us?
0: Okay,
2: hang on. <laughs> this has to be terrible. Okay, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think? What do you what do you think of a country? That gives free bread to its citizens. Free what? Free bread. What do you think of it, or what do you call a country that gives free bread to its citizens? I don't know. A generous dough nation. God, these are getting worse. That's bad, Greg. <laughs> that one's not good one at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a generous donation. Dough. No, we got, got okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. What can I tell you? Hey, that kind of of thing. That kind of thing. I'm talking about that kind of thing. Are we done?
1: I think we are. Should
2: we wrap? Yeah, let's take the rest of the night off. (laughs) Let's all go party with uh, Mike McDaniel.
0: At least you're not making the end of this episode awkward. What do you mean? I don't know. You're just being slow. Like,
2: End the episode. Like, I did. I thought I did already. <laughs> You're like, should we end it? All right. Thank. Hey, thanks. Every, you, you, you don't like me doing that. You don't like me starting an episode by saying, hi, everybody. Welcome back. And, and now you want me to go. Thanks, everybody. Enjoyed having you along for the ride. I just want some direction. One direction. All right. See you all. <laughs> see you next week.
0: <laughs> Dad. I'm in another country, and you're my father. Give me a hug through Zoom right now.
2: I am going to give you a hug. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Love you, son. Love you,
0: son. This, this okay. is what dad used to do. Like, he used to be like, whenever he'd give me a hug or like, tuck me in, he'd be like,
2: that's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. That's good. That's the one. Good night, <laughs> Yeah. Right. That was creepy. It was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot, that's the one. Yeah, I, I used to do that. Yeah.